Good day, friends. This is Rev Zek. Thank you so much for joining me. This is uh, the Daily Bread lectionary readings from the New Testament. Today is January 17th, and we're going to read Romans chapter 9, the first half, verses 1 to 18. Uh, let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for your word. We pray that you would open it to us, give us faith, that we might see and trust in our Lord Jesus. Amen. Verse 1. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen according to the flesh. Here Paul says this astounding thing. God trade me for my brothers, my fellow Israelites, my Jewish family who do not believe in you. Trade me for them. And this, he says, I'm not lying. And trust me on this. I would do it. And this is in line with Moses. Remember, Moses comes down from the mountain and all the people are worshiping this golden calf. And Moses appealed before God and says, you know, if you will not forgive them, and blot my name out of the book. Not exactly a trade, but I go with them, Lord. Uh, so Paul here is very sad, and he's in anguish, and and he's trying to help us realize, well, in the last chapter, he reminded us that God predestines and calls and justifies and glorifies. His, his goal is to bring people to, to the new heavens, the new earth, uh, to find people in his Son, and the tragedy is that the people who should have received him, John 1.12, we could look at that, the people who could have received him, should have received him the most, his own people did not. So let's keep reading. Verse 4 says this, They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. Wow, what a, what a great list of all the, the gifts that God had given to Israel. They are adopted. They are His people. Um, the glory. If you're reading the Ezekiel passages along with the daily lectionary, the glory of God shows up all over the place. They, they have the law, the worship, the promises, the, the people, the fathers, the patriarchs. And then here, show this to your, your Mormon and your, your Jehovah's Witness friends. According to the flesh is the Christ, who is God over all. Blessed forever. Amen. What a great verse. Verse 6 goes on and says, But it is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means it's not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. Just to pause here, it's this is not how we normally think of, like, who's a Jew? How we normally think of a Jew as, well, I guess anyone whose mother was a Jew, you are a Jew. Like, my niece and nephew um, are, are, we would consider them Jewish, which is awesome. And it's a great thing to be descended, literally descended from, from Isaac, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's a wonderful thing. 
But here Paul kind of turns this on the head and said, well, a true Jewish person is one who is descended uh, by faith, the one who believes. Uh, you could read Galatians 6, 6, that the, uh, the, the church is the Israel of God. And uh, remember John the Baptist, he says, God could raise, Jesus said this too, God could raise up stones, uh, our children of Abraham from these stones. Don't think that you, by being descended or being in the club that uh, that gets you in. It says it's by faith. All right, moving on. Verse 9 says this, For this is what the promise said, About this time next year I will return and Sarah shall have a son. And not only so, but also when Rebekah had conceived children by one man, our forefather Isaac, though they were not yet born and had done nothing either good or bad, in order that God's promise of election might continue, not because of works, but because of him who calls, she was told, The older will serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. Here we might take this literally to think that God actually hates Esau. I think it's, as we read Genesis and we read, keep reading here in Romans 9, 10, 11, it's that God loves to have mercy on the underdog, that he chooses uh, the one who ought not be to be his chosen ones, to be his um, his prized possession. Jacob is the younger, but he is given the blessings of the older. Verse 14, what shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. Uh, Paul can't say this any stronger. If uh, he were a cursing man, he'd basically say, hell no. Uh, that's kind of the way the Greek comes across. Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. One of our prayers, many of our prayers in the church, basically say something that it is God's great glory to show mercy. Or, oh God, it is your great and your chief glory to show mercy. So show mercy here. Bring your kindness to bear. Um, and so that's what uh, Moses says here. Uh, verse 16. So then it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. <clears throat> For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then, he has mercy on whomever he wills, and he hardens whomever he wills. I will keep reading this in the next uh, few days. This is not an easy passage. We might think maybe there really is injustice in God's part. But I think we want to look back at uh, God's God's great love for people. Uh, his goal is not to harden anyone. If you read the story in Exodus of Pharaoh, it does say that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. He had a, a purpose there. But it also says that Pharaoh hardened his own heart. Pharaoh would not believe God. He uh, had so many opportunities, and it wasn't just because God hardened his heart that he wouldn't believe. He hardened his own heart, um, and God showed his power uh, in Pharaoh in that whole situation in the, of deliverance. Uh, but it is God's chief uh, glory to show mercy. So let's keep reading, keep pondering these uh, these words, um, and uh, yeah, I commend it to you. Keep thinking, praying. Have a great day. Talk to you all later. Bye.